Welcome. You have entered the realm of 1111 Talk Radio. Your host is Simron. It's time to discover your own language with the universe. Empower yourself. Broaden your mind. Open your heart and discover who you are. Now, here's your host, Simron. Wonderful to be back with you again this week. Uh, Every single day we wake up and there's always so many different things that are going on. These things, whether it's the weather or global events or things in our society, communities, families, can often feel like disconnected pieces, yet they are part of one puzzle. And these disconnected pieces can often make us feel disconnected. I trust that today's show will bring you back to a place of deeper connection and also a greater understanding of what is real and where we can focus our energy, our time, our space, our devotion as we move forward into uncertain times, unknown experiences, and the adventure that is being alive. My guest today is Mary McNerney, and she earned her law degree from Georgetown University, had a fellowship with the UN Commission on International Trade Law, and then worked for many years as a corporate and international lawyer in Boston and Prague. It wasn't her plan to write the book titled Earth Speaks Up. Uh, She never imagined that the spirit of Earth would one day unmistakably, clearly, and shockingly speak to her. Mary says that the experience has put her on an entirely different trajectory than she ever envisioned as a corporate lawyer. She shares, in a wild and wonderful way, I became a messenger on behalf of our planet Earth. I want to read to you a passage from the book that helps to explain what we're about to go into in today's show. Earth is the primary teacher and speaker in this text. When speaking, Mary experienced Earth as a feminine and lighthearted being, Her voice has a musical quality to it with a palpable sense of warmth. Guidance from the non-dimensional, non-physical realms is also offered by angelic beings who enter into the conversation to support both Earth and us, the listeners. They identify themselves as we. When we speak, Mary senses she's in the midst of a group of highly evolved spiritual beings who speak collectively as one. Their voice is more sonorous with a distinctly masculine tone. They sound like a wise professor. I'd like to welcome Mary McNerney to 1111 Talk Radio. Welcome, Mary. It's so wonderful to have you here. Well, thank you, Simran. It's my pleasure to join with you and your listeners. It's a real treat to be able to share this, this wonderful information with, with your group. This is a slim book that is packed with so much beauty and richness and heart. There is an essence, uh, Earth's essence, that comes through it uh, in reading the words and and in hearing what we has to say. Uh, it, it very much felt like truth to me. Uh, I want to start off with, you know, what the experience of bringing this material forth was for you and how has it changed your life in regard to your daily practices, your interaction with people, the things around you, along with your interaction with earth. Mm. Yeah. I, I'm, I like sharing that story with people because it's, it gives us all a frame of reference because it's not, It's not just me, not just Mary McNerney who has certain skills or is an illustrious spiritual guru or something. I 
I followed the traditional path most of us do, going to college and, and then grad school and career, focus on work. Um, and this came for this information came forth to me um, the same way it, it it's available to all of us. Um, and what what transpired for me was I was had you know like most of us busy work work day in my life pretty much revolved around drafting contracts, um, managing business logistics, lots of paperwork. Um, the traditional, what is it, um, left brain is at our logic side and right brain our intuitive side, but typical left brain work. And, um, and I was home one day and it was um, probably a weekend or a day off and I was enjoying my free time and that op- the, the openness of having nothing I had to get done. And looking out the window and thinking, what shall I do today? Just enjoying that freedom. Take, grab my husband and our dog, go out for a walk in the woods, or take my horse out for a ride. And, and I just happened to say aloud to myself, because no one else was in the room, what shall I do today? And then, Simran, I heard quite clearly and profoundly, take dictation from the earth. And I knew right away it was the angelic realm. Uh, no one else was there. And I was first surprised, and I thought, that's not me. Um, I'm not some illustrious spiritual guru, and I didn't really know what it meant. And um, so I, I just tabled that. I didn't know what to do with it until about six months later I heard the same thing, take dictation from the earth. And not knowing what to do, I thought, well, okay, I'll give it a try, but I don't know how to do this. So I just took a pen and paper and went out, sat in the woods in the edge of our backyard and just sat there. Okay. And then all of a sudden the dictation started coming. And it was initially hard for my mind, my pen, my hand, and my mind to keep up with it. Um, and it was quite clear to me as it started that I was being dictated a book. And I continued doing this over the months and years, and that's what came forth as this book, Earth Speaks Up. It was initially, as I said, hard to do this because our minds aren't trained to working at this frequency. We work in our daily, logical, rational, verbal realm, but our world is much more than that. We live, as you and all your listeners know, in this multi-dimensional world, and our minds just have to learn to shift the dial uh, shift the frequency dial a bit to be able to tune in and work with that. And the more we do it, the more we're able to more fully and fluidly access that um, the information from other dimensions in our world, beyond our three 3D world. So What's powerful is you how this to me. Yeah. Yes. Thank and, you for um, that uh, for that precursor to this because I think what is powerful here. Uh, Within the book, you definitely have different ways to bring people to that place that you're talking about of stepping away and attuning more to what is going on around them. And we Mm -hmm. also exist in a world that is very busy where individuals uh, are challenged to slow down, to stop, Mm -hmm. to, to even settle the mind enough to get out of their own way. I want to start first with Mm -hmm. what maybe people can grasp onto, and that would be their own challenge, fear, conflict, 
with what's happening around them at certain times that can look scary, that can feel uncomfortable. And and that can be anything from floods that have taken over in many parts of, of the country. Uh, I live in the South, and uh, a few years ago, there were all of the floods that kept happening everywhere, or some of the, the issues of hurricanes or tornadoes or forest mm-hmm. fires. Uh, let's talk a little bit about what is erupting from Earth and what, what Earth says that these things mean in, in relation to um, the Earth as well as in connection to us. Yeah, well, what all of this we see going on around us, we see this, the flooding down in Mississippi or the fires in Australia or the global warming. And we might see this as isolated incidents, but it's all connected, integrally connected to the fact that Earth is in a situation now where she can't heal and rebalance herself alone. She needs humanity to join together with her in balancing her system, balancing her physical form, and in so doing, it benefits us and our well-being. And so this book came forth for us to show us, her humanity, how to begin to engage with her in an entirely new way to help heal and balance her body so these problems we see, these hurricanes, these natural disasters, aren't, aren't called forth because humanity is, then is stepping in to balance her, work together with her to balance her system. What we see is things, these hurricanes, for example. This right now is Earth's only way of discharging the toxic buildup of human negativity in her body, in her atmosphere. Her atmosphere is her energetic field. Same way as we humans have an energetic field, so does Earth. Um, and to clean the toxic, the buildup of toxic negative energy in her, in her system, Earth, her tools are hurricanes, tornadoes. Um, unless humanity steps in and works together with Earth on the co-creative energetic level, we are given, in Earth Speaks Up, specific exercises we can do to conjunctively clear Earth's energetic field before she has to bring forth hurricanes to do it herself. It's amazing the innate capability and power we as individuals have to benefit Earth, to work co-creatively with Earth. And these exercises we're provided are amazingly simple um, because we're working at the energetic level rather than waiting until the problem arises in our physical realm. So there's a whole new dimension we we are able to begin working with um, rather than just being limited to our 3D physical world. Um, and what, what really needs to come forth is a new way of understanding our planet and our role here. And that's what this book is, is showing us. That's what Earth and the angelic realm are presenting to us. 
our new role of being of stepping up and joining in and working together with Earth on the energetic level. For many individuals, um, they they may not <clears throat> look as, at Earth as a a being or mm-hmm. a body, and so you're talking about you know a body and energetic field. You're saying her uh, throughout the book. You talk about the Earth soul. Talk a little bit uh, or express in a way that the listeners can understand that Earth in its own right uh, is, is not too different from who we think are, we are as individual souls. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad you asked that question, Zaren. Uh, it's, it's parallel to how we see ourselves. We look at ourselves and we see ourselves as this physical body. But we know we're much more than that. We know we're body, mind, and spirit. Well, that's true of all life. Everything on this planet is body, mind, and spirit, and so is the earth. And for the earth, well, well, let's step back a bit and look at the bigger picture. We'll recognize that earth, our, our humanity's understanding of earth has always been a series of awakenings. Um, throughout the ages. I mean, originally, we thought, you know, some ages ago, we thought um, Earth was flat. That was our reality. That was the truth. Earth was flat. Until explorers showed us otherwise, that Earth is round. Then our perception of reality changed enormously. We, for example, um, believed the Earth, um, that the sun orbited the Earth that the Earth was the center of the universe. We perceive that as fact until astronomers showed us otherwise. And we, um, we perceived Earth as immobile until science in more recent times showed us, oh, Earth's body actually moves. The tectonic plates, the plates of land are actually moving. And so, again, our our understanding of Earth changed and has been continually changing and evolving. And what we perceive as fact, we realize, oh, that's not fact. So it kind of shows us to hold a little bit loosely to our perceptions of Earth. Uh, And today, society largely believes Earth is, well, this inert ball of dirt and rock. But when we recognize Oh, that's our perception now. But we know we have to be a little more fluid, be a lot more fluid in our understanding of who we think Earth is because our minds and our understanding is continually opening. We're continually being shown more and more. And now, in today, this point in time, we're at this great nexus of change in our society where we're now being asked to step into the reality that Earth is a conscious, sentient, and communicating being who is really eager to engage with each one of us and who needs us to engage with her, needs us to learn to attune to her frequency, her vibrational level, her communications. And, and once we recognize that, then we can step into our ability to really communicate with Earth and work together with her consciously. So this moment, this moment in time where we are now on Earth is a 
a huge opportunity for us to shift our understanding, to open our minds to it, to what our role really is here. It, our role really is to work together with Earth consciously and creatively. Within the book, you talk a little bit about uh, the different stages or souls that have come through Earth. It reminded me almost like what a woman goes through in terms of, you know, having her her maiden years or her child years and then her maiden years and then uh, different stages. But, but the way it was written, it was as if um, the soul that is here with Earth now is different than the soul of Earth that has been here in the past, that that's something that continues changing. And so we've got just a couple of minutes um, till break, and I want to give you the time to to respond to that question. So I'm going to have, ask you to hold off your answer until we return. And I'm going to share a little bit about uh, what is in this book. Earth is speaking, and Earth is saying, My time as a planet has been very short. I, as a being, previously inhabited other galaxies and may do so in the future. I had an opportunity to come here to take this form, move into this form and this beingness, so I did. I like it. I'm enjoying it. Being a planet nurtures my beingness. What you may loosely term my spirit, although that term is somewhat incomplete when used in reference to planet souls or beings, no matter. What I really want to convey to you is that I'm about now, because that will help you and human consciousness understand more completely what your role is in conjunction with mine. We are a togetherness, which is something that humankind has missed to comprehend, failed to understand for quite some time, for eons. Now in this time, it is the time for humanity and what the human consciousness represents to awaken to the togetherness of what we, you, and I truly are. We are one soul. We are one consciousness traveling together. This is from the book, Earth Speaks Up, Dynamic New Perspectives of Earth and Your Role Here, by the author, Mary E. McNerney. You can find out more about this book and the work that Mary does at her website, marymcnerney.com. That's Mary, M-C-M-E-R-N-E-Y.com. We'll be right back after these messages. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444. People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today. www.1111mag.com 1111 Magazine is a bi-monthly print publication that offers a rich, multi-sensory experience. As you engage with experts and topics of consciousness, become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, discovering the heart, and stepping into conscious living. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. Do you want more, more joy, more abundance, more power and presence? 
how would it feel to have more loving relationships, more empowered community, greater fulfillment, and life purpose? The 1111 Mastermind Community inspires, empowers, guides, and supports transformation. Shift your mind, expand your heart, deepen insights, let go and chart a new course, dream a new dream. The 1111 Mastermind Community is an online portal for personal transformation and soulful expansion. Go to courses.1111mag.com. That's courses.1111mag.com. Change begins with you. Let it be simple, convenient, and transformative. The time is now. Step through the 1111 gateway. Courses.1111mag.com. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. You are listening to 1111 Talk Radio. Simron is an award-winning author, publisher of 1111 Magazine, powerful speaker of wisdom, and a life mentor. Find out more at IamSimron.com. Now, back to 1111 Talk Radio. My guest today is Mary McNerney, and she is an attorney that was all of a sudden being spoken to by Earth. She began dictating the writings and has come to put them together in a book called Earth Speaks Up. It is a beautiful, beautiful perspective and conversation that Earth has had with her. Recognize that hurricanes, tornadoes, and some cyclones are a direct response to you and your thought patterns. This will enable you to now learn how you can influence and steer or redirect hurricanes so that little harm is done. They're not called upon to destroy a city per se, but because humanity has not taken responsibility for its own vibrational output, there has been no way for humanity to learn to work with and alter or redirect the path of a hurricane until now. This is from the book. Earth Speaks Up by Mary McNerney, and you can find out more at her website, marymcnerney.com. Welcome back, Mary. When we left the last segment, I was talking a little bit about uh, portions in the text where you refer to uh, the soul of Earth being different than perhaps the soul of Earth of a time before or the time before that. Talk a little bit about what you meant in regard to that different inhabitants of, of Earth as soul and, um, and what that means for us or what that means in connection to the soul of the Earth that is here right now. Well, um, I'll tell you, Sarah, when, that, when a lot of the information came to me, including that, it was all new to me, all new concepts to me. So it's not about what I meant because I was, I was taking the dictation for this. It was what Earth and the angelic realm meant. I didn't necessarily understand or, uh, what, they, they were all new concepts to me. So it's, to me that says, it, to me it seemed that they were talking about um, sort of a, a reincarnation in a way, how we, um, we know, and we as humans, we come into certain bodies and then we we, when we pass on, we may be in other dimensions, and then we may choose to, to reincarnate into another body. It seemed to me sort of like resonating to that concept, that there was this earth body up here, and then 
a planetary soul came into it and that that and that there have been other planetary spirit souls within this planet previously it was it was all new to me so i yeah it's it's interesting to see what but that comes how that comes across to others well and in what what I read in one of the passages before about the togetherness that we exist as it's not as if we are all individual souls that have mm-hmm. chosen to come but that we are in fact souls amidst the soul of earth that we are part mm. of the soul of I earth. I love the way you put that. I love the way you put that. We are souls amidst the soul of earth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's also references to uh, earth um, in, in, in she even said it in the very first uh, chapter that she's taken the time to come here and be here and she may take the time to be somewhere else at another time. And so mm-hmm. it, it does feel like that reincarnative type of experience or that earth in itself got to choose the experience. I know in one part of the passage she writes about how she has created a a, a planet much unlike very many others. Um, She's not the youngest planet to ever live and nor is she the oldest, but she certainly has created a beauty here that is very different than other planets. Mm. What what did you feel? Yeah. I'm sorry. That's one thing that came across to me so profoundly throughout the whole book is that the uniqueness of our planet and the love that radiates from our planet and to our planet from other dimensions, that this planet is really admired and loved um, and that we humans, we here today have kind of, we've taken it for granted and don't realize the wonderful resonance that this planet brings to us and which we in turn can bring to her. We've just kind of disconnected in a way from who she really is. Uh, In the book it says, when you intentionally bring your current, your nature into close convergence with mine, what you have to offer expands and fills me and my needs. I too do the same for you and all who inhabit my body. For example, when you eat of the green vegetables grown in the soil, my current of energy flows into you, so serving you. So when I think about this, you know, we, we really do take a lot from Earth. We, we mm-hmm. utilize what exists here, um, and we as humans can be violent, more violent than animals at times in the way that we treat Earth uh, mm-hmm. and, and how we desecrate her in many ways, mm-hmm. or, or have been greedy and, and violent against her. The exercises that are within the book, number one, they are bringing more of a presence to her, but she's, she, it, from this paragraph, it seems she wants us to partake of her. She's, she's, she's happy when we partake of her, but yet the exercises also are, are they really for us, or are they really for her? Well, when we do the exercises, it benefits her. But as you pointed out, we're not separate from her. Benefiting her benefits us. When we create an energetic shift, an energetic healing, it ripples beyond ourselves. And our, it, 
It ripples beyond. We, we perceive ourselves as doing this exercise for Earth. But since our well-being, our, our essence is so, so wrapped up with her that it, it's not one, either her or us, it, her or me. It's us. It benefits the whole, the greater whole. Yes. Does that make sense? It does. It does make sense. Mm -hmm. Um, You very much speak to Earth as she, as sacred feminine. And within the book, Mm -hmm. she's even referenced as the Holy Mother, like the Mother Mary, um, as Mm -hmm. the the mother of all of us. Can you speak Mm -hmm. a little bit to that portion of the book? Well, that was an interesting concept, too, because and we recognize many... um, like the Native American societies, the indigenous, indigenous societies here, they always refer to it as Mother Earth. And many ancient societies refer to their planet as their mother. Um, and I think they were aware of that feminine essence, which she is, and which our society throughout many eons has repressed, repressed the, the feminine in our social world um, for, for eons. And, and that's a parallel to the way we repressed or separated ourselves from, from our planet, the, which our planet, it's one and the same. The feminine in society, the feminine essence in society, w- women, um, is, is not really separate from the feminine essence which our earth is as we repress one we repress the other and now with we've seen in past decades how women's rights and and um and equality has come forth in many societies not all but many and at the same time we're now also being asked to recognize the feminine power the feminine spirituality the feminine essence of our planet and to honor that and to work with that and not suppress that too there's quite a, a a bit in the book in regard to the solstices or the moons and how uh, those times and energies are co-creating and affecting uh, Earth in its own growth and evolution process. Talk a little bit about the importance of the solstice, the, the summer and the winter solstice, and how we best can support this unity and togetherness as we move forward at such a crux time of our planet's history. Yeah, this was wonderful information for me to receive, too, when it was dictated to me, because I didn't realize um, the importance of the solstices. We know ancient societies did, but our modern times, eh, it's just, we don't do anything with it. But it really is a powerful time for the planet. The three days before the solstice and the three days after are periods when the planet, there's a sort of an energetic shift and the planet opens up to receive the cosmic energy more fully. Um, And when humanity joins in, consciously joins in to working with Earth, perhaps doing some of the exercises in Earth Speaks Up or doing whatever ceremony or attunement feels appropriate to any individual, to consciously attuning, connecting with Earth, 
at those times of the solstice and the days before and after, the um, the work we do, the healing work we do, the attention we give is magnified. Uh, the solstice time is, as I understand it, is a way of expanding and magnifying what we may choose to consciously bring into earth. And when we consciously choose to bring love or healing or attunement or just our awareness to earth at that time, it has a very expansive ripple effect. So it's um, it's a neat thing to be aware of um, and that we, when we do these exercises, it always benefits her. When we attune to her, listen to her, it always benefits her. But it's special, special effort, special attention at solstice. Um, so in those times of solstice, when we are consciously attuning and we are consciously bringing in what we want for ourselves and holding the earth's best and highest interest, that is what we bring. But for the individuals that are then unconscious, not paying attention to solstices, going about their day with whatever it is that their agendas are, because those are solstice energies, they are still intending, they're unconsciously intending, but they too are also bringing that in. Mm-hmm. Would you think so? And so yeah, to... And I, see what, I see what you're saying, Simran, and I think... What makes a powerful difference is when we are consciously choosing to do something, consciously attuning to the planet and consciously attuning to the divine or the cosmic energies or universal energies. That has um, a more profound, powerful effect than when we're just going about in our separate little world. Um, it matters what is the intent we're bringing, what is the intention we're bringing consciously. That matters than when and it makes a more powerful and profound reaction than when we're just going about our daily business disconnected from the planet. Um, and when we do these exercises in the book, The Angelic Realm, we tells us that when we do these exercises and consciously work on this energetic level, it has a ripple effect. It moves beyond us. Um, so I think that, in a way, um, helps counteract, counterbalance, maybe helps reform what uh, the negative that others may be. Bringing, or the disconnect others may be bringing. Does that does that um, yes, resonate? Yes. That, does that resonate? Most definitely. My urging is that everyone pick up this book and read it because I do think it is a beautiful book and it does shift um, shift individuals into more of a communion with Earth that they may, might not have had prior. Uh, however, in the event that individuals have people around them that are not the type to pick up the book and read it, or this type of information would feel very foreign to them, of the different exercises in the book, which is your favorite or the one that you think would be most profoundly and easily shared with another person? Hmm. Um, I can't say that I have a favorite because I think all of them work for me at different times. Um, I think that probably the simplest one for people to introduce people to 
is the one where we just sit and be with earth. Um, it's exercise one where we consciously bring our attention to earth. We don't do anything in particular. And, uh, we just be with earth. It's easiest to just sit with earth but you can do it anywhere. You can do it from your home, your apartment, your skyscraper, because Earth's energetic field is so expansive. We can attune and connect to her from anywhere. Um, and this first exercise, we bring our, feel our energy drop down from our mind, drop down from our body, drop down through our chakras, through our hands and feet, sink deeply into the Earth. That's all we need to do is bring our energy down into the earth, bring our awareness into connection with her. Just this simple act of attuning to her, recognizing her, consciously connecting with her, that simple act nourishes her. And it's like, um, and then the more we do that, then we'll begin to recognize we're feeling or sensing her response because we bring our attention to her, she receives it. It's the same way as when I pick up the phone and talk to you, Simran, you receive my call, you hear what I'm saying. And same when we bring our attention to earth, she's aware. Even though we're just one little individual doing it, she's aware someone's attuning to me and feels the nourishment of that. And then as we continue to do that exercise, the more we do it, the more time we spend at it, we will start to feel a vibration, a rhythm, a sensation. Some people sense colors or sense a, a musical rhythm or a drumming sound. Some people get words. The more we do it, the more... Um, we'll be able to attune ourselves to her frequency. So I think that's a good introductory exercise for people for who this is new and people who might not even be on this page. You have no problem sitting and letting yourself sink into earth, lean up against the tree, let yourself drop into earth. Mm, Beautiful. That soul that came into her in the very beginning is now gone. When the earth as an entity was born, she was a mighty soul. And she has moved on to other ways of being in nature. The one you have with you now is the third one to have entered this planetary body since it or she came into being. The use of the feminine she is correct in this situation because it is always and has been and most likely always will be a feminine soul or spirit essence inhabiting her. She brings forth cycles of her feminine yin energies and her masculine yang energies throughout the ages. But this is definitely not true of all planets. Indeed, there are some that are solely focused on a masculine soul essence because that is their path. Other planets are what we shall call betwixt because they are harboring neither strongly, but a nature which transgresses both, which you know as the masculine and feminine condition. This is from the book Earth Speaks Up by Mary E. McNerney. It is the dynamic new perspective on Earth and your role here. I urge you to check her out at her website, marymcnerney.com, and pick up your own copy of Earth Speaks Up. We'll be right back after these messages. Do you want more? More joy, more abundance, more power and presence? How would it feel to have more loving relationships? 
more empowered community, greater fulfillment, and life purpose? The 1111 Mastermind Community inspires, empowers, guides, and supports transformation. Shift your mind, expand your heart, deepen insights, let go and chart a new course, dream a new dream. The 1111 Mastermind Community is an online portal for personal transformation and soulful expansion. Go to courses.1111mag.com. That's courses.1111mag.com. Change begins with you. Let it be simple, convenient, and transformative. The time is now. Step through the 1111 gateway. Courses.1111mag.com. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444. People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today. www.1111mag.com 1111 Magazine is a bi-monthly print publication that offers a rich, multi-sensory experience. As you engage with experts and topics of consciousness, become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, discovering the heart, and stepping into conscious living. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to 1111 Talk Radio. Simron is an award-winning author, publisher of 1111 Magazine, powerful speaker of wisdom, and a life mentor. Find out more at IamSimron.com. Now, back to 1111 Talk Radio. I want to invite you to explore the latest issue of 1111 Magazine. It is always free and digitally up on the website at 1111mag.com. I am always thrilled to explore and introduce six individuals that are on the planet that are expressing in a most beautiful way, both to model to you what you are capable of and to introduce to you individuals that might support you on your spiritual journey. So definitely check out the latest issue. For those of you who like audio, we also have The Wisdom of Experience, which is a complete audio collection of 1111 magazine in addition to meditations, intentions, and life coaching prompts. So that is a more power-packed experience of 1111 Magazine that helps you in your daily life and serves to be a personal life catalyst. Again, check that out at 1111mag.com. In the beginning, the Earth Spirit being was and will be the archetypal Holy Mary, Mother of God. This is a form of superconsciousness or divinity, which has always been brought into you and into the cosmos through the very existence of the planet Earth as a planetary or physical being. She speaks, connects, reaches out, and reflects to you through many realms, and most especially nowadays through your religious doctrines and through your art, which portrays her concept. This is from the book Earth Speaks Up. At the time, Mary McNerney was a corporate lawyer ensconced in managing matters of contracts and business logistics. Concepts of a sentient, expressive Earth were simply not on her radar until one day 
Earth distinctly and unmistakably said, take dictation from Earth. In Earth Speaks Up, you are shown how you can join and work together with Earth in an entirely new way for the benefit of us all. Included are simple exercises to help your new way of being take root. Welcome back, Mary. I, we're in our last segment, and I want to make sure I cover as much as possible as we mm. can. Um, there's a very powerful part that has to do with rocks. Uh, and, and as I was reading that part, I was thinking of my children and when they were young and how they would take walks or be somewhere and they'd come home and they would just have piles of rocks in their pockets. They loved to pick up the little pebbles and the rocks. And there was such a love and a connection to them. Uh, Same thing with seashells. And it almost seems to me that when we're those ages, we are open and already attuned and listening to the environment around us and listening to earth. So I want to talk a little bit about uh, the depth to which you speak about the power of rocks and the ability for us to attune to them uh, and how so much of earth is speaking to us through these rocks and rock formations. Talk a little bit about rocks in general and then some of the sacred rock sites that have existed and what they mean. Well, you've got two wonderful points in that in that premise, Saran. You mentioned how children seem to be able to um, attune to to and recognize the, the the power of rocks and the presence of rocks value them, and that's an that's we're all born with this innate ability to attune and to attune to all of nature, earth, ev- rocks, everything in nature, trees, and we lose it as we you know, go into our school and get into our logic based realm. So I that's a I love that point of recognizing children have it. We all have it. We just have this ability. We just we just uh, disconnect from it. And with regard rocks, this was this was amazing information for me too when it when it was dictated to me to recognize what rocks really are. We just see these big rock outcroppings. Pay no attention to that. Rocks are truly vectors of energy. They carry energetic forces throughout and around the planet. That's what this planet really is, is this wonderful being of energy. And rocks are, in a way, a very high form of conscious energy that's moving through the planet, moving into the planet. And we are invited to um, attune ourselves and connect ourselves to the to the dynamic energy that moves through rock into our world. And um, I think ancient cultures recognize this. We see things like Stonehenge and the pyramids. This is all rock. And what's the concept that's presented in the book by the angelic realm is that cultures, humanity at one point knew how to work knew how to work in conjunction with the energy in rock and knew how to work um, with our mental energy, our psychic energy, our um, conscious energy to attune to the conscious vibration of rock and work co-creatively. And the book then introduces us to seeing that and seeing rocks in a new way and then seeing ourselves in a new way that, oh, we can work um, and, and the energetic realm with all of life on this planet in an entirely new way. 
Mm. It's really interesting. My my work has centered around uh, my first book, which was Conversations with the Universe, that describes how everything is us speaking back to us about us, and and how everything is a sign, a symbol, a synchronicity, and a message. And just before uh, coming on to the show, uh, because we connect with our guests via Skype uh, to to um, to then record the show. Um, I had received a message from someone wanting to connect on Skype and it was called, and, and their name on Skype was Rock On. And so as you're talking, mm, I'm thinking about, I love it. you know, Rock On because that really is the essence of what, what this is about. We are on this giant rock and we are here to live in a state of aliveness. Um, I love mm-hmm. the fact that your, one of your chapters is titled Stones Are Beings of Honor. And, mm-hmm. and to, to look at it that way from the smallest pebble to, you know, something as sacred as Stonehenge to even the energetics of our lives. I, I teach people that the experiences that they have are pebbles, rocks, and boulders um, to help them attune to their higher self if they're not listening. And so even in that sense, this, mm-hmm. this whole section of the book was very profound because that symbology of the rock and and its connection to us and our connection to it um, is is deep. It's metaphorical. It's literal. Uh, there are just so many sections that this can come into. As we look at um, taking a rock in our hands or some of the exercises that you uh, are purporting within the book, so much of this has to do with a level of presence and really f- sinking into that unity and that oneness. Will you share how you, particularly after being the one that brought forth this dictation, how you have shifted your own practice or how you engage uh, on a regular basis? How often do you do it? How have you created your own life experience beyond the scope of this work? Mm. Well, Simran, I would say since this dictation started coming, been that dictation came over months, some months and years. Um, my life changed along with that. Um, evolved along with that, and I, I now am not in the standard legal profession anymore. Um, I had to. I just it just naturally the company, the business I work for was sold to a different company. I had the opportunity to move into just a consulting role. Just a consulting role. It took less time, and then I moved out of that because this is this is where my role, my purpose is now to be with Earth and all of nature more fully in this deeper way. And for me, it's hard to 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 be. I couldn't go back and forth between regular nine to five or nine to six, seven, eight job and then and then be in this realm and working at these frequencies. So my life really evolved too as I and changed as I did this work with this book and worked delved more and more deeply into working with rocks or horses or or tree consciousness. Um and that but that's not to say everyone's life needs to change and go off in a whole new trajectory. This is, these are all simple exercises that we can integrate into our daily lives. A, f- a few minutes, several times a day. These are all simple things that can become part of our daily lives. We don't need to allow our life to go to the 
the extreme change that mine did, but that was that was where I was called. But, so, mm-hmm. and how has your own life force energy uh, been impacted by your work with her? When you say my life force energy, how is I? Mm, I'm not. Do you feel a, a different level of of your own energy um, in in working oh, yeah, with this? Yeah, totally. I am. Um, the more I've done this work with Earth and nature, the much easier it is for me to um, flip back and forth between working with different frequencies, um, attuning to what this rock is, what this rock energy is about, or what this, what a particular issue may be with a certain landscape, a certain area, um, where energy may be stuck in it, what what it needs, what what help it may need from me or from the human realm to help energy start to move and flow and become unblocked. And um, I also work a lot with horses and horse wisdom. So there's a lot of areas where my, the more I've worked with this, my own abilities have unfolded, and that will be true for all of us. The more we do this, the more our innate ability to work with earth, work with all of nature in this way will come forth. It's, it's just the same way as, the more you practice the piano, the better you get at it, and the more you can create with it, the more you can create with your skill of playing the piano. It's the same way. Um, the more we do these exercises with Earth and work on this energetic level, um, there's so much potential we each have as individuals that it becomes really exciting to explore and use and and work together with Earth in this way. And it's just really, it's really fulfilling. Thank you, Mary, for being on 1111 Talk Radio. It's been a pleasure having you and sharing your book. Earth says, as human beings, you have acquired a consciousness of separation, an idea that we are truly separate beings when, in fact, we are one. We're asking you to step back now and to take a viewpoint from a different direction. Let there be an attunement to the self within, your own being, for recognize as you attune to yourself, your inner beingness, so you attune to the deepest attributes of your mother the earth for she too resides within you as you do within her do you see the interconnectedness one to the other earth says i am with you i am within you i am with you there is no separation from the stream of consciousness that is god know that the divine feminine is communing with you in all ways at all levels of being you can find out more at marymcnerney.com. Definitely check her out and pick up your copy of Earth Speaks Up. Next week, my guest is Daniel Bruce Levin, and we are talking about his beautiful poetic book, uh, The Mosaic. It's sure to be an adventurous and exciting conversation. Until then, I am Simran, in love, of love, with love and as love. Be well. Thank you for opening your mind to a new reality, your heart to greater compassion, and your experience of aliveness with 1111 Talk Radio. Join host Zimron next Wednesday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern Time to step through the gateway of conscious living here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Remember, you are not on the journey. You are the journey.